talk a little bit about Radharani, especially in connection with his upcoming event uh, that we're all uh, preparing for. Radhayatra um, is coming up. And you may remember that last year, it so happened by the vagaries of the Western and Vedic calendar that our Rathayatra happened on Radhastami and Radha Sharvihari came out for that. So this we're a little ahead of time. But still, I'm going to uh, read from Chaitanya Charitamrita, the Majalila, uh, chapter uh, 13, which describes the Lord's dancing at Rathiyatra, and uh, we find out that Srimati Radharani is very much involved in Lord Chaitanya's dancing at uh, Rathiyatra. Well, I'm going to pick up in the middle of the chapter uh, uh, with text number 112. Uh, so, Lord Chaitanya had been doing some extreme dancing, you would say, at the Rathiyatra festival in Puri. And so now we pick up. Well, they called it a devastating dance. After Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had performed his devastating dance for some time, his mind entered into a mood of ecstatic love. After abandoning the dancing, the Lord honored Swarupdhamadhar to sing. Understanding his mind, Swarupdhamadhar began to sing as follows. Now the next verse is in Bengali. The translation is, Now I have gained the Lord of my life, in the absence of whom I was being burned by Cupid and was withering away. The Swarabhadamara could understand very closely the mind of Lord Chaitanya and knew what songs to sing that would enhance his own feelings. So this song is Radharani singing. And Prabhupada says in the purport, this song refers to Srimati Radharani's meeting with Krishna at the holy place of Kurukshetra where Lord Sri Krishna and his brother and sister came to visit when there was a solar eclipse. It is a song of separation from Krishna. When Radharani met Krishna at Kurukshetra, she remembered his intimate association in Vrindavan, and she thought, now I have gained the Lord of my life. In his absence, I was being burned by the arrow of Cupid, and thus I was withering away. Now I have my life again. So, of course, Krishna left Vrindavan, or seemed to leave Vrindavan. And so, uh, the inhabitants of Vrindavan were plunged into loving Krishna, but with very, very strong feelings of separation. And in a way, they associated with Krishna through these strong feelings of separation. So separation from Krishna intensified their love. And now, 
after many, many years have passed, at this reunion, uh, the, uh, the reunion of the Yadus at Kurukshetra, the inhabitants of Vrindavan came. So now she sees Krishna again. So Lord Jagannath Balaram Subhadra on their chariots represent this trip uh, from Dwarka to Kurukshetra. Uh, when this refrain was loudly sung by Swarupdhavadar, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu again began rhythmically dancing in transcendental bliss. The car of Lord Jagannath began to move slowly while the son of Madhasachi went ahead and danced in front. While dancing and singing, all the devotees in front of Lord Jagannath kept their eyes on him. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu then went to the end of the procession with the Sankirtan performers. His eyes and mind fully absorbed in Lord Jagannath, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu began to play the drama of the song, of the song with his two arms. When Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was dramatically enacting the song, he would sometimes fall behind the procession. At such times, Lord Jagannath would come to a standstill. You can be pulling like crazy. They were pulling and still the cart wouldn't move. It was really being going and stopping by Jagannath's will. When Chaitanya Mahaprabhu again went forward, Lord Jagannath's cart slowly started again. There was a sort of competition between Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Lord Jagannath in seeing who would lead. But Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was so strong that he made Lord Jagannath wait in his car. So it is, uh, Prabhupada points out here, about explaining this meeting. Uh, he says that Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Radha Bhava Kyuti Suvalita. That is Krishna himself assuming the part of Srimati Radharani in order to understand Krishna. He wants to see himself and experience himself as she does. And he wants to appreciate her feelings. He thinks that Radharani is feeling more bliss than he is. So he wants to taste it for himself. And he wants to understand her love. He can't do it in the position of the loved object. So therefore, because he's God, he assumes her feelings and her complexion. Lord Jagannath Dev is Krishna and Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Sri Mati Radharani in this incident. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu leading Lord Jagannath toward the Gundicha temple corresponds to Sri Mati Radharani leading Krishna toward Vrindavan. But she was unhappy 
being with him at Guru Kshetra. Couldn't really express her full feelings there. Sri Shetra, Jagannath Puri, was taken as the kingdom of Dwarka, the place where Krishna enjoys supreme opulence. But he was being led by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to Vrindavan, the simple village where all the inhabitants are filled with ecstatic love for Krishna. Sri Shetra is a place of Aishvarya, Leela. That is to say, Krishna's enjoying pastimes of being the Lord, Vishwarya, opulence. Just as Vrindavan is the place of Madhurya Lila, sweetness. There, the Lord's sweetness prevails over his majesty, whereas in Dwarka, his majesty overwhelms his sweetness. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's following the rear of the Rathiatra indicated that Lord Jagannath Krishna was forgetting the inhabitants of Vrindavan. In other words, Mahaprabhu was rebuking him in the mood of Radharani. You've forgotten us. So he goes to the back. Although Krishna neglected the inhabitants of Vrindavan, he could not forget them. Thus, in his opulent Rathiatra, he was returning to Vrindavan. In the role of Srimati Radharani, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was examining whether the Lord still remembered the inhabitants of Vrindavan. When Chaitanya Mahaprabhu fell behind the Rathkar, Jagannath Dev, Sri Krishna himself, understood the mind of Srimati Radharani. Therefore, Jagannath sometimes fell behind the dancing Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to indicate to Srimati Radharani that he had not forgotten. So they're having a kind of a quarrel. She's reproaching him and he's saying, no, 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 I don't deserve that. <laughs> Thus Lord Jagannath would stop the forward march of the Rath and wait in a standstill. In this way Lord Jagannath agreed that without the ecstasy of Srimati Radharani he could not feel satisfied. While Jagannath was thus waiting, Gorsundar, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, in his ecstasy of Srimati Radharani, immediately came forward to Krishna. At such times, Lord Jagannath would proceed ahead very slowly. These competitive exchanges were all part of the loving affairs between Krishna and Srimati Radharani. In that competition between Lord Chaitanya's ecstasy for Jagannath and Jagannath's ecstasy for Srimati Radharani, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu emerged successful. So then the text continues. While Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was dancing, his ecstasy changed, raising his two arms he began to recite the following verse in a loud voice. So now there's a long Sanskrit verse which appears in the compilation called Pajavali. So I'll just read the translation. That very personality who stole away my heart during my youth is now again my master. 
These are the same moonlit nights of the month of Chaitra. The same fragrance of malati flowers is there, and the same sweet breezes are blowing from the Kadamba forest. In our intimate relationship, I am also the same lover, yet still my mind is not happy here. I am eager to go back to that place on the bank of the Reva under the Vedasi tree. That is my desire. So this is a song. They're meeting. I'm the same person. My beloved is the same person. But still, we're not there yet. We're in a different place now. And this verse has been very elaborately explained earlier in uh, the first chapter of Majalila. If you want to hear the very detailed explanation. So Swarupdamala says, uh, anyway, then he, he goes on. This verse was recited by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu again and again. But for Swarupdamadar, no one could understand its meaning. I have already explained this verse, now I shall simply describe it in brief. Formerly, all the gopis of Vrindavan were very pleased when they met with Krishna in the holy place of Kurukshetra. Similarly, after seeing Lord Jagannath, Sri Chaitanya awoke with the ecstasy of the gopis. Being absorbed in this ecstasy, he asked Swarabhadamana to sing the refrain. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu spoke thus to Lord Jagannath, You are the same Krishna. I am the same Radharani. We are meeting in the again, again in the same way that we met in the beginning of our lives. Although we are both the same, my mind is still attracted to Vrindavan Dham. I wish that you will please again appear with your lotus feet in Vrindavan. In Kurukshetra, there are crowds of people, elephants, and horses. That is all signs of Aishwarya. And also the rattling of chariots, because Krishna has come from Dwarka there as the king. But in Vrindavan, she says, there are flowers, flower gardens and the humming of the bees and chirping of the birds. Here at Kurukshetra, you are dressed like a royal prince, accompanied by great warriors. But in Vrindavan you appear just like an ordinary cowherd boy, accompanied only by your beautiful feet. Here there is not even a drop of the ocean of transcendental happiness that I enjoyed with you in Vrindavan. I therefore request you to come to Vrindavan and enjoy pastimes with me. If you do so, my ambition will be fulfilled. When Prabhupada has described this to us early on, before we had Chintendra Charitamrita, he just said that the meeting of Radha and Krishna and Guru Chaitra was too tragic to tell. <laughs> because you see, there's, here there's meeting and there's separation, and now there's both. There's meeting with strong feelings of separation. And so therefore, here is the 
really the highest intensity of feeling that you can imagine. In that ecstatic mood, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu recited many other verses, but people in general could not understand their meaning. The meaning of those verses was known to Swarup Damodar Goswami, but he did not reveal it. However, Sri Rupa Goswami has broadcast the meaning. The meaning. While dancing, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu began to recite the following verse, which he tasted in the association of Swarup Damodar. This verse is a quotation from Srimad Bhagavatam, uh, and the gopis are speaking. I'll just again read the translation. Dear Lord, whose navel is just like a lotus flower, your lotus feet are the only shelter for those who have fallen into the deep well of material existence. Your feet are worshipped and meditated upon by great mystic yogis and highly learned philosophers. We wish that these lotus feet may also be awakened within our hearts, although we are only ordinary persons engaged in household affairs. And now there's a commentary for this verse in the form of a Bengali song. I'll just read the translations. Speaking in the mood of Srimati Radharani, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, For most people, the mind and heart are one. But because my mind is never separated from Vrindavan, I consider my mind and Vrindavan to be one. That is to say, my heart is in Vrindavan. My mind is already Vrindavan. And since you like Vrindavan, will you please place your lotus feet there? I would deem it your full mercy. In other words, if you want your lotus feet to appear in your heart, they have to be in Vrindavan. That's where my heart is. My dear Lord, kindly hear my true submission. My home is Vrindavan, and I wish your association there. But if I do not get it, then it will be very difficult for me to keep my life. My dear Krishna, formerly when you were staying in Mathura, you sent Uddhava to teach me speculative knowledge and mystic yoga. Now you yourself are speaking the same thing, but my mind doesn't accept it. There is no place in my mind for jnana yoga or jnana yoga. Although you know me very well, you are still instructing me in jnana yoga and jnana yoga. It is not right to do so. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu continued, I would like to withdraw my consciousness from you and engage it in material activities, but even though I try, I cannot do so. For most of us, to the opposite, we try to concentrate our mind on Krishna and it goes to material activities, although we don't want it to. Now her mind is concentrated on Krishna and she tries to withdraw, won't go. That's advanced devotional service. 
You try to think of something else, and you can't. I am naturally inclined to you only. Your instruction for me to meditate on you are therefore simply ludicrous. In this way, you are killing me. It is not very good for you to think of me as a candidate for your instruction. The gopis are not like mystic yogis. They will never be satisfied by simply by meditating on your lotus feet and imitating the so-called yogis. Teaching the gopis about meditation is another kind of duplicity. When they are instructed to undergo mystic yoga practice, they are not at all satisfied. On the contrary, they become more and more angry with you. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu continued, The gopis have fallen into the great ocean of separation and are being devoured by the Timingal fish of their ambition to serve you. The gopis are never are to be the gopis are to be delivered from the mouths of these Timingal fish. Maybe everybody doesn't know Timingal fish is a mention in the text is a fish that swallows whales. The gopis are to be delivered from the mouths of these Timingal fish of separation. Oh, excuse me, their, excuse me. The ocean of separation and the uh, Timingal fish are there and desire to serve you. So that desire is so strong to serve Krishna. And the gopis are to be delivered from the mouths of these Timingal fish, for they are pure devotees. Since they have no material conception of life, why should they aspire for liberation? The gopis do not want that liberation desired by yogis and jnanis, for they are already liberated from the ocean of material existence. It is amazing that you have forgotten the land of Vrindavan. And how is it that you have forgotten your father, mother, and friends? How have you forgotten Govardhan Hill, the bank? of the Jamuna and the forest you, where you have enjoyed the Rasa-lila dance. Krishna, you are certainly a refined gentleman with all good qualities. You are well-behaved, soft-hearted, and merciful. I know that there is not even a tinge of fault to be found in you. Yet your mind does not even remember the inhabitants of Vrindavan. This is only my misfortune, nothing more. I do not care for my personal unhappiness, but when I see the morose face of Mother Yashoda and the hearts of all the inhabitants of Vrindavan breaking because of you, I wonder whether you want to kill them all. You want to enliven them by coming there? Why are you simply keeping them alive in a state of suffering? The inhabitants of Vrindavan. Of course, Radharani is expressing her own feelings of separation. But actually, she cares more about the others. She knows from her feeling what their feelings are. And so she's reproaching Krishna there on their behalf. 
She puts herself lower than everyone else. That's her greatness. The inhabitants of Vrindavan do not want you dressed like a prince, nor do they want you to associate with great warriors in a different country. They cannot leave the land of Vrindavan and without your presence they are all dying. What is their condition to be? My dear Krishna, you are the life and soul of Vrindavan now. You are especially the life of Nanda Maharaj. You are the only opulence in the land of Vrindavan, and you are very merciful. Please come and let all the residents of Vrindavan live. Kindly keep your lotus feet again in Vrindavan. Prabhupada says, Srimati Radharani did not express her personal unhappiness in being separated from Krishna. She wanted to invoke Krishna's feelings for the condition of others in Vrindavan Dham. Mother Yasoda, Maharaj Nanda, the coward boys, the gopis, the birds and the bees on the bank of the Jamuna, the waters of the Jamuna, the trees, the forests, and all other paraphernalia associated with Krishna before he left Vrindavan from Matra. These feelings of Srimati Radharani were manifested by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and therefore he invited Lord Jagannath Krishna to return to Vrindavan. That is the purport of the Rathiyatra's car going from Jagannath Puri to the Gundicha temple. The text continues. After hearing Srimati Radharani's statements, Lord Krishna's love for the inhabitants of Vrindavan was evoked and his body and mind became very much perturbed. After hearing of their love for him, he immediately thought himself to be always indebted to the residents of Vrindavan. Then Krishna began to pacify Srimati Radharani as follows. My dearest Srimati Radharani, please hear me. I am speaking the truth. I cry day and night simply upon remembering all you inhabitants of Vrindavan. No one knows how unhappy this makes me. All the inhabitants of Vrindavan, my mother, father, cowherd boyfriends and everything else are like my life and soul. And among all the inhabitants of Vrindavan, the gopis are my very life and soul. And among the gopis, you, Shumati, Radharani, are the chief. Therefore, you are my very you are the very life of my life. Prabhupada remarks, Srimati Radharani is the center of all Vrindavan activities. In Vrindavan, Krishna is the instrument of Srimati Radharani, and therefore all the inhabitants of Vrindavan still chant Jai Radhe. Jai Radhe from Krishna's own statement given here it appears that Radharani is the queen of Vrindavan and that Krishna is simply her decoration Krishna is known as Madana Mohana the enchanter of Cupid 
But Srimati Radharani is the enchanter of Krishna. Consequently, Srimati Radharani is called Madana, Mohana, Mohini, the enchanter of the enchanter of Cupid. Jai Radhe! Well, goes on for a while. <laughs> I think I'll stop there. You should pick this book up. If you don't own it, we have them <laughs> for you. For sale. And you can uh, continue reading this. If you haven't read it in a while, you'll appreciate it. This is Chaitanya Charitamrita, Manjalila. Because I just want to take a few moments, the last few moments, They're posted around here for you to look at. But uh, we have a list from the Ujvala Nilamani of the 25 chief transcendental qualities of Srimati Radharani. They are that uh, she is very sweet, Madhura. She is very sweet. She is always freshly youthful, Naravayaha. Don't uh, uh, take too long if I read the Sanskrit. Uh, she has restless eyes. Her eyes are always very restless. She smiles brightly. She has beautiful auspicious lines. She makes Krishna happy with her bodily aroma. She is very expert in singing. Her speech is charming. She is very expert in joking and speaking pleasantly. She is very humble and meek. She is always full of mercy. She is cunning. She is expert in executing her duties. She is shy. She is always respectful. She is always calm. She is always grave. She is expert in enjoying life. She is situated at the topmost level of ecstatic love. She is the reservoir of loving affairs in Gokula. She is the most famous of submissive devotees. She is very affectionate to elderly people. She is very submissive to the love of her friends. She is the chief gopi. She always keeps Krishna under her control. In short, she possesses unlimited transcendental qualities just as Lord Krishna does. One of Krishna's qualities is prema vashaha. He is controlled by the love of his devotees. 
And so, as Radharani is the greatest of these devotees with the greatest love, she is under his control. So, so we, should, we should always understand that this, the, the actual real drama at the core of existence is the loving exchange between Krishna and Radha. And Prabhupada has explained this to us. It's also in Chaitanya Charitamrita. He says that when, when Krishna looks at Radharani and he sees how beautiful she is, his joy increases. And when his joy increases, his beauty increases. Because uh, Radharani and Krishna are in spiritual bodies. And in spiritual body, there is no difference between the mind and the body, and the body and the soul, and the soul and the mind, one spiritual entity. So when joy increases, beauty increases. People look, well, most of us, we look better when we're happy, but there's a limit. <laughs> because our minds and our bodies are different things. But here, when Krishna's joy increases at Radharani's beauty, his beauty increases. And then when Radharani sees that Krishna has become more beautiful, her joy increases and her beauty increases. And then when she becomes even more beautiful, Krishna's, uh, his happiness increases and then his beauty increases even more. And this has always been going on and will continue to go on. These things have no upper limit. It's not like you reach the limit. Beauty and joy are ever increasing. This is what is going on. And then Radharani has so many assistants to help and augment these things and to provide variegations and all of those things. So this is the party, what you do is in Vrindavan, that is going on. Because that, you know, the original Vrindavan is at the core of it center of the spiritual world. What happens in this world doesn't matter so much. That's, this is the sideshow. Uh, but there is the real thing. And so this is going on, this celebration for the core of Radha and Krishna together. And Lord Chaitanya has come to invite us to join in, even though we are not fit. So that's the gift of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that we can know these things and then we can come together as we are tonight and say Jai Radhe Jai Mahaprabhu Ki Jai Shri Jagannath Rathiyatra Ki Jai